Wait a minute, I hear something. Welcome back. It's time again, once more, for Dr. Movie. I've got my seatbelt buckled. I'm driving down the road, ready to talk about some movies. Uh, I want to welcome you to this special week, which I'm calling Bat Crap Crazy Week, because there's no other words really to describe these movies I'm going to cover this week. They are so bizarre. Uh so let's just say drug laced <laughs> uh, don't really make any sense whatsoever that's the kind of movies I want to talk about this week just because they're fun I may struggle with words uh, not that I don't always struggle with words I say uh a lot but uh, or uh uh say I just did it right there these uh, these are one-of-a-kind flicks that, you know, you've got your movies that are classics, and then you got this group that, I don't even know if they have a classification. <laughs> They're well-known because of just how bat-crap crazy they are. And we're going to kick this one off with 1990's Demon Wind. Now, here's what I remember about this movie. I remember seeing this, the videotape, or the VHS box, for this movie. It was the first one that I saw that kind of had the, the holographic type image on it, where you could tilt the box and there was like a little action that would happen on the cover. Um, from 1990, um, I just remember seeing that and going, wow, but, but it's so cartoony looking on the cover. I never picked it up and watched it. I mean, I've seen it a few times over the years now just because of just how legendary crazy this flick is that uh, I just felt like it's time to talk about this one. <laughs> so uh, it does have a 4.9 out of 10. Uh, I guess I can see that. So let's, uh, let's talk about this. The synopsis is, a man's investigation into his long-dead parents' demise leads to, to the haunted family mansion and a date with a demon. If it were only that simple. <laughs> if it were only that simple. Um, boy, and I'm sure they had to sit for 20 minutes just to write that. <laughs> Oh, I mean, this this did come from director Charles Philip Moore, right? The guy that brought us Not of This Earth and some other low-budget classics like Dance with Death and Angel of Destruction. I mean, <laughs> so you, you kind of know what you're getting when you're talking about this flick. I don't know that there's really much to talk about as far as the cast. Uh, again, driving down the road, I, it's hard to do a bunch of research on stuff. That's kind of the beauty of this I know there's there's some of you movie fans out there that will start letting me know oh, they were in this and, that, and that's fine I, I totally get it I just don't have time to, to think about it because I'm more interested in talking about <laughs> this, 
this bat crap crazy movie. So yeah, uh, you start off with this couple driving down the road, and the guy is trying to be, he's, he's being a little cold to his girlfriend. You don't really know why, or, or she says he's being cold. It, it looks kind of normal to me. But uh, they're driving down the road, you don't know where they're going. They stop at this little kind of diner looking area just out in the middle of nowhere and this this guy is uh, looking to find the old homestead that his father grew up in well let's go back because there is a beginning where it's obviously back in the, the old days you know really what it comes down to is what happens when the Amish fool around with demons <laughs> I think that's the best way to describe what's happening here right I know they're not necessarily Amish, but it's definitely back in an older time, a simpler time. And uh, this woman is playing religious music. She's got religious stuff all over the house. She's even done a little artwork on the floor, which looks very witchcrafty. And her husband comes in there and starts transforming in front of her into some kind of, some kind of demon. And <laughs> you get this thing about a snow globe. And his wife says, look, you remember, if anything happens to this, we both die. And then he says, well, tonight, pig, you're going to die. So he knocks it out of her hand. Actually, I think he bites her and blood drips down and she lets go of the snow globe. And it crashes to the ground and apparently that's the end of that. Now, this snow globe has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so it's like they're trying to set you up for something it's like they wrote it into the movie oh yeah this is going to tie it and then they just said skip it we're, don't even worry about that we're not worried about the snow globe but uh, apparently this, this woman has used witchcraft and, and, and religious stuff she's, she's, she's reaching for every straw she can grab to try to uh, keep this evil from taking over her house and uh, doesn't succeed all these years later, here's this young man who's making his way back to the house trying to uh, find out what happened. Why would you do that? Why don't you just say, yeah, I don't know. I'm not too worried about it. It's not like he's going back and getting some kind of big estate, right? <laughs> I mean, it just looks like a piece of pasture land with a burnt down house on it. But uh, you know what you have to do Anytime that you're going for something serious like this and you're trying to trace your historical roots, you grab all your, you know, late 80s cliched best friends to tag along, right? You got to have your, your, your jock muscle head guy who, you know, thinks he's brave and not scared of anything. You got to have, you know, the, 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 the preppy girls. You got to have... You gotta have uh, your buddy that's the sensical one that you know where's the where's the the glasses so he's intuitive. You gotta have the girlfriend who thinks you're not paying enough attention to her, and you gotta have a couple of guys that show up. You get you gotta have one guy who's a who wants to be a magician. I mean, he's wearing a cape, the gloves, the whole shebang, like old timey magician. Who knows martial arts? 
I mean, that's, that's what you get with this flick. Who, who used to date the girlfriend of the muscle head. So there's a conflict there. But he's also, you know, this, this ma- magician guy also has a, a partner. I don't want to say partner. Uh, a friend that drives him around in his car and acts like his, I don't know, host? I don't know. I don't get it. Anyways. But yeah, we get a scene where all the friends show up at this rundown house. Well, I forget. The, the, we we got to go back to the little diner thing, right? And you got to have the old guy there. It's like, look, kid, you don't want to go down around that area. And they drive off. You know, he gives them the you're doomed thing. You know, damn kids, damn fools. You know, that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> and I love this old guy. He, he goes through this whole spiel of, y'all don't need to be messing with that. And he's real abrasive about it. And then he says, well, you got to do what you got to do. So he kind of just passes it off. And then again, he tries one more time with, you don't need to go down there. It's like, he's just back and forth on this stuff. Not to mention, <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie happens at this diner. Well, there's a couple. I, there's there's a scene when they walk into this little diner, and it's an old 1950s rundown soda shop looking diner, right? Gas pumps out front. And, uh, when they walk in there, there's nobody in there. And dude's girlfriend just drops her pants. It's like, hey, look. <laughs> I mean, are you that depraved of, of attention? I'm just trying to figure this thing out where you just drop your pants and say, hey, look at this. In a diner. You've been in a car all this time. Can you just, you know, fool around in the car or something? Why did you have to wait until you get in the diner? Anyways, what a strange choice. Um, and and then we get this scene where the young man that's making this travel talks about this dream that he had that included this diner. It's just like in my dream. Oh, yeah? Really? Your dream is, hey, you know what? I dream that I'm standing completely naked in between two Texaco gas pumps looking into a diner where my dead grandmother is half demon laughing at me. (laughs) Uh, I'm telling you, the choices in this movie, this is like some of the most bizarre ideas that never pay off to anything else. You're just left with it and you just kind of go, okay, now what? And that's really what this movie is, is just a big now what. So uh, when his friends all show up and we get the confrontation when the magician shows up. <laughs> and the and the musclehead's, Dale is the musclehead's name. Dale, like D-E-L-L, like the computer, I think. Maybe it's regular Dale, but in the subtitles, uh, it, it always said Dale, like the computer. And... Uh, he gets mad because the magician guy shows up because he used to hang or used to go with the girl that he's with now. And <laughs> the musclehead guy throws a beer can at the magician who literally jumps out of the car, Bruce Lee style, kicks the, the beer can in the air like three or four times continuously, kick, you know, martial arts style, and then doing a big roundhouse and demolishing the can. All while in a magician outfit. Just saying. And then he like 
releases a dove or something. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. So bizarre. Uh, well, we want our cast to be different. Make one of them a magician who knows martial arts. I just, I love that decision. That, that's one of the best ever. Uh, anywho, they find the old house, which is completely burned down. Oh, I love the fact that they just pull up in the yard. And, of course, now their cars won't start. They are now trapped there. Even though they literally could just start walking and be fine, right? But there's something about this area that makes all the batteries on their cars go dead and the cars won't crank. Yeah, because demons have that kind of power. Um, they, they now can destroy the electricity that your battery in your car uh, can convey. Even though you can still use flashlights and everything else that work fine and lights in the house, your car batteries won't work. Anywho, uh, when they pull up in the yard, one woman trips and <laughs> trips over a skull that's in the ground. And I love the fact that, you know, the, our main character picks up the skull and goes, it's my uncle. <laughs> it's my dad's older brother. And I'm like, how do you get that? <laughs> and you get this flashback. It's supposed to be a kid, right? And obviously this skull that he picks up is not kid size. It's like overgrown, humongous man size. And <laughs> it's my uncle. <laughs> and I'm going, you know, you go through the spiel, you know, when they talk about in the old days this happened, and when when the people showed up, the house is on fire, and there was blood everywhere and all this stuff, you know they just didn't leave a skull laying out in the yard, right? I'm just saying. It's just, again, these decisions are just hilarious. Anyway, there is this one cool thing where there's nothing left of the house really except it's just total ruin. you got the front wall of the house in an opening where the door used to be. But when you stand in front of it and you look inside, it looks like you're looking inside the old cabin. But when you walk around the side, there's no other side of it. So they all go in the door, which takes them, teleports them, I guess, back in time into the old cabin, which is not really there. Again, bizarre idea. And, uh, and from there on, they're kind of, uh, you know, picked apart by by these demons it's not a demon and it's not a demon wind and it doesn't look anything like what's on the cover so what are we doing here i mean they're they're all i know is when you become a demon in this movie you pretty much get the worst wigs money can buy i don't understand this decision either because if you know you're going to use the same characters, especially some of our main characters that are in this, the, the, all the teenage kids that get knocked off and they become demons, why didn't you just use their real hair? Why did you force them to put on this face makeup and then throw a wig on top of it, which looks ridiculous? <laughs> just let them use the regular hair, man. We already know what their hair looks like. There's no reason for a guy that was, you know, blonde-headed to now be... A, a brown-headed dude with a really bad wig. Anyways, this movie is just full of things that just don't make any sense. And obviously, you gotta have you know you gotta have one demon that comes out that's supposed to be a, a hot, naked blonde, right? That draws them outside. And I, I love this one thing I do like. It's, you got the magician guy, 
and I don't know who the I can't remember who the other one was. But they look out there and they see the floating woman out there who's naked, calling them out there to her, and they both go, "Yep, demon." <laughs> so they already know, right? This isn't real. But they go out to investigate anyways because that's what you do. And obviously they get knocked off and become demons. And that's kind of the repeat. There is one scene where uh, the guy with the glasses tells his girlfriend, don't worry, babe, I'm not going to let anything happen to you. And then right around that time, these little girls show up who have superhuman strength, who throw Dell across across the floor or across the ground. And then they grab this guy's girlfriend and turn her into a doll. Literally shrinking her down, turned her into a baby doll. It's got blood all over it. And the dude with glasses picks up the doll and the doll goes, you lied. <laughs> and I love the fact that nobody's freaked out about this. You know, one of their best friends was just shrunken down. Their biggest, strongest guy was thrown across the yard by a little girl that's probably nine years old. And their best friend shrunk down into a doll. And nobody really reacts to it at all. She's not really seen again in the movie for a long time. She's considered dead. Nobody's freaking out. But later on, when one of them gets killed, everybody freaks out. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> what about the girl that be became a baby doll earlier? That wasn't weird enough for you? <laughs> Again, these decisions are just so bizarre. Uh, but at the end of the day, here's what happens. You get the old dude at the gas station, who apparently was a satanic priest, who uh, started a cult back in the day. And they were all following him. How this ties into the family, I don't know. But uh, the dad became influenced and became a demon. And the mom was trying to, to save her son who had just been born. She had triplets. Two of them were born. Some kind of defects, some kind of animals. I don't know. Weird. It, it, it don't make a lot of sense. They're reading out of some kind of book. Almost like a Necronomicon kind of thing. But the other son, which is our main character's dad, who's now in a sane asylum and is slicing his wrist trying to kill himself because of, I guess, he went back to the house later on in life to figure out what happened and went insane. I don't know. That, wouldn't that enough, again, be enough to make the main character go, you know what, maybe I just start to stay away from there. I don't know. Again, this movie is so bizarre. But the big payoff is all the demons come up to the, the old guy at the gas station who's now dressed as a priest and he consumes all of their souls into him to makes him a, a mega demon. Which again looks nothing like anything that's on the artwork of this, of this movie. And when he does that he's coming in to kill the son because of the lineage I guess. Who knows? There's no real explanation. Um, but then the, the the, our main character turns into I don't even know what to describe this as his head's kind of shaped like the green goblin I guess he's supposed to be some kind of wizard I don't know it really starts it, it, it's, it becomes a kaiju folks it basically becomes a Godzilla movie 
where this guy who's got a big head shaped like, I don't know, uh, Jet Jaguar, I don't know. I mean, he obviously looks like some kind of space alien, which totally makes sense with this movie. And he's fighting a big greasy demon that they put so much effects on his vocals. If you don't have the subtitles, you have no idea what he's saying. Um, oh, I forgot to mention too that the dude with the glasses becomes a demon and dude's girlfriend who pulled her pants down earlier stabs him in the eye with this sacred knife. No real explanation of this knife or why it's special or anything. Stabs dude in the eye and he backs up and you see him like he's like his normal self and then he goes to a teenage self and then a baby self and then he just disappears. Why? No explanation. There is no reasoning. Uh, all you get is a girlfriend saying, yep, I saw dude's soul. I mean, <laughs> it, is the, it is the weirdest stuff, man. You get one girl gets her head uh, caught in a there's, a, there's a statue. Actually, it's a skeleton, but it's got like a cow skeleton head on top of it. And a woman gets her head stuck in it and it crushes her head till she becomes a demon. I mean, you gotta, you got a lot of Evil Dead 2 things going on where the house starts shaking and things are flying around the room and it's all, you know, spirits making it happen, whatever. Uh, but yeah, this throwdown at the end between, between, uh, you know, big, big greasy demon dude and, and Martian head dude. I don't even know how to classify this because it's not really a battle. When all they had to do even though he transforms and becomes this creature and he's supposed to be this kind of all-powerful thing this all started because they started reading some lines out of this book and even though they go through this whole fight all they had to do was read like two more lines in the book to stop the evil and it takes them i don't know 15 minutes of the movie to figure out hey if you'll just read these two lines all this stops <laughs> oh man it's just, it's like they just couldn't figure out what to do next in the movie, and they just made it up as they went along. It's amazing, folks. It really is. Uh, so bad it's good. It's really entertaining for all the wrong reasons. Demon Win, 1990. Uh, it is bat crap crazy. There's, there's really no other way to describe this movie. It's just so bizarre. But uh, you can't help but have fun with this. And oh, and at the end, and now now you got the, the 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 main character and his girlfriend who now are like demon vigilantes, I guess. Uh, there, there's no reclaiming of the estate or anything like that. They basically leave, and they drive up to the diner and uh, face the demon that's in there, which is like the waitress. So now they just go around and you know whip out the book and, and kill demons and jump in the car and keep driving. Although when they drive away, you think they got rid of all the evil? No, of course not. You gotta have that one person standing outside, some random person in the movie that has nothing to do with the rest of it, turns around and she's a demon and it goes off. That's kind of what you're getting here, folks. Top-notch entertainment that just makes you go, w w what? What happened? What was that? Why is there a snow globe? Why is the snow globe not in the movie anymore? 
Where did this book come from? Do you really want to go look at this stuff when you know the history of your family is your dad was a Satanist and your mom was a witch, but kind of a good witch? Or your grandma? And your grandma, like, sees you in your dreams when you're naked? I don't, <laughs> I don't get it, man. <laughs> it is one of a kind, no doubt about it. So uh, if you want to be entertained by a really bad movie that makes no sense, then by all means, check this one out. Obviously, it's on Tubi for free. Uh, as bizarre as it is, I, I really recommend this movie. I think you need to check it out. I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5. I've talked way too much about this one, but you can't help it. There's just too much to not... I'm sure I'm leaving out a ton of things. These are just the things that stood out to me and just made me chuckle out loud when I'm watching it. Um, there you go, folks. Uh, check it out. It's a lot of fun. All right, that's it for this one. Folks, we will check you later. Check you later.